Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Okay, so we have big plans for 2022 and we want to share them with you. But I think also the way in which we planned 2022 was kind of epic and felt really fun and easy. And I want to like, impart that wisdom on our dear listeners? Oh, yeah. It's really a simple process. And we've done this many times, but this definitely for sure was the most fluid it's ever been. And it just sort of came out of us. And so I want to talk through how we did it and then what we decided and a couple of things for you guys to look forward to yeah in 2022 i think if you if you go back and listen to i think it was the episode where we were talking about taking holiday time off and we did an exercise where we were just like brain dumping everything that was in our brains for the rest of the year. And then we kind of prioritized those based on like, when did it actually need to get done? What was a nice to get done? What could be moved it to next year? I don't think what we told you was that we asked our entire team to do that with their specific task and what was going around in their brain. So we could also help them evaluate like if their priorities were off with our priorities, we could set that communication. But what I liked from that, that method of just like brain dumping and then filtering and then putting things in place on the calendar, something about it, I was like, can we create that for like the entire year of planning? And so we started it in the very similar way we did that brain dump at the end of November. Yeah. And we just wrote out major things. Like this was not granular tasks or ideas. This was this was all things we had already discussed at this point. These were major marketing events, major like milestones, things we wanted to pay attention to, and definitely things that we knew we had to put on a calendar so we could back up and know what we needed to plan to effectively accomplish those things. Because there's many things we want to do on top of this that are far less time sensitive And these were, no, we need to set these dates so we can work backwards from them now. And I I think that was really helpful. So quite literally, take a piece of paper, 
a doc, whatever, and brainstorm all of the things that you hope to accomplish next year. What would be cool to do? What feels fun to do? What do you know you like need to do in order to get results in your business? Like those could be anything. They could be things that you know nothing about, but you think is pretty cool to explore. They could be things that you've tried and are tested and true. And you're just wanting to kind of either redo them or revisit them. It doesn't matter. But I think just by allowing yourself to kind of like no order, no priority list, just put it out on paper. I think you'll start to be surprised how easy those projects tend to kind of shift in like level of importance, sense of urgency, or, oh, I wrote this down, but like that's a byproduct of me doing this thing over here. And so you start to see how some ideas or projects are really like looped into each other. And it's like less than you think that it is, basically. Yeah. So we didn't put a ton down. Like we're talking less than 15 things. I'm sure Emily is about to count because that's how she rolls. But (laughs) I don't want you to get too granular with this. You really need to... 14. Look at you. Pretty, pretty smart girl. (laughs) I have a skill. So the things I want to point out though, is like some of these are like thoughts for the whole year or like things we knew we needed to fit in or things we wanted to prioritize. But realistically, if you're looking at that, we're we're talking about maybe one major milestone a month or like, and we did not turn around and assign this to a month. So I don't want you to think that either. But we did look at and kind of put things in a couple categories. And I don't think we physically did this, but I know this was how I was thinking about it. First, we wanted to map out time off. Then we wanted to map out major events. And then we wanted to schedule in prompts to get us to work on new projects. And with that in mind, this part went relatively quickly. Because especially if you're running on a launch model, which most of you aren't. So I would say for the majority of you, this isn't necessarily going to be I'm going to host a webinar. But it could be I'm wanting to I'm gonna open up spots for this new package. Right. I'm I'm going to launch this new proposal or I'm going to book out for summer and then I'm going to close booking. And so I, for service based business owners, this could look differently depending on like, oh, I know I'm going to revamp my packages, but maybe could you do a spring event around that and like get some more leads? Could you do some sort of fall re-engagement? So like you're asking for referrals and testimonials, but potentially getting old previous clients to sign back up with you or, or refer you or send, you know, retain you, continue to retain you. You could also do some sort of end of the year push. Like don't get it wrong that like our pushes are like a bigger more typical like outbound marketing type thing where yours can still be internal or announcing new offers or benefits of your packages or what that could look like. Right. So this is sort of like, you're going to have to kind of go with what makes the most sense for you. But I'm going to assume the majority of you would benefit most from before you put any of these events on You need to go guard your calendar and put up boundaries. And this is what we did first. We've kind of done this in the past where we've looked at stuff where it's mostly been like, oh, we want to do this launch. 
okay, it's in this month. Well, is there anything else going on that month that we want to be mindful of? Okay, no, this date's fine. Instead, this year, especially now that our team is growing and we are finding it to be you know, really, really beneficial when we're leading up to a launch and doing a launch to have our whole team here and focused and like working on that particular thing. So, okay, we need to communicate that. But if that's what we're going to be asking of our team, then how can we like surprise and delight throughout the year to create space? And we literally pulled up the entire calendar and first input breaks, time off, long weekends, extended like breaks for the whole company to be closed, holiday closures, everything throughout the entire year before we mapped out anything else. Yeah. And I'm excited about testing this because this is a quite a bit different than the way we've previously done this. And you have to remember that when it was Emily and I, it mattered far less about like when we were out because we couldn't control contractor schedules anyway. And so we would just have to be flexible. But and what we've both felt, I think, is we want everyone to like feel in sync, like energy wise. And so how can we create that by almost creating a rhythm of like, this is going to be a little bit more intense and harder work. And we're going to take very intentional breaks. And we schedule a lot of time off. (laughs) Yep. Like, what do do we say? Six weeks? Five weeks? Five weeks? (sighs) Five and a half weeks? I don't know. I haven't counted it yet, but like, I'm sure I will tell you guys in a very near episode, but a lot for for sure. We, you know, we've always kind of, again, when it was just the two of us, it was a lot easier for, for one of us to be like, Hey, I'm kind of feeling like coming up on a season of a little bit of slow work. What do you think about like kind of taking Fridays off for the summer? What do you think about taking a longer weekend here? And we're like, Oh yeah, that's totally fine. Well, I don't, I don't want to just like spring that on our team. Cause like maybe they're in a work mode. Maybe we have projects coming down. They're like, I don't want to take that time off. I'm like, actually focus on getting this stuff done. And instead like giving a year's heads up at like, here's the stuff that's coming. So you can kind of plan your work modes, but also life modes around it, I think is really helpful. So we started with time off, office closures, all of that. And then we went in and added these live events. And I know Emily's kind of talked through how that might work for you. But for us, it ended up being four events. And I I feel like a spoiler is not is actually like a good thing because I want you guys to get really excited. But we are planning to host a virtual conference in Q1. And I know you guys are going to dig this. So tickets will go on sale mid-February, mid to late February. Be paying attention, especially if you're a service provider, you do not want to miss. We've held uh, virtual summits before. This one's going to be a little mix on what we do best delivered in the way that works for y'all. And I think it's, it's, it's going to be really, really epic. So I cannot wait for that. That's coming sometime in March. We have a couple of live promotions spread out through the year, a big, a birthday thing happening the month of our birthday. You guys know both Abby's birthday, my birthday, and Boss Project's birthday is all in September. Boss Project will be seven. Oh, sweet little baby. (laughs) I know. It's so crazy. I will say one of the things that I am excited about, though, was some of these prompting for bigger projects. Because while I can't put 
every little detail into plan right now. I do know there's some major things we want to accomplish. We have one project that's sort of like HR training focused, one marketing initiative that's like a project. And then photo shoots, we just know if we don't plan for it now, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, they'll they'll happen and we'll figure it out. But that could also be like, hey, next week, do you want to do this? Yeah, sure. And it's it's fine. But the thing that I'm excited about, and it sounds, I don't know, maybe weird to say that I'm excited about it. But for the first time ever, we also implemented blackout days. Yes. As you guys know who maybe like worked during, you know, high school or college days in retail specifically, or even restaurant work, the blackout days were very annoying because it was like Christmas or like days when you wanted to be with your family. Our blackout days aren't like that. Our blackout days revolve around launching. And so what we have seen is we really like our team hunkers down like the week before a launch just to make sure everything is finalized and is working and the tech is all set up and whatever. And then the actual launch, however long that lasts. And then a couple days even after the launch, we're all heavy team focused because then there's a lot of like, we need to organize our clients and we start onboarding calls and we just like create our client workflows. And there's a still, while it's fresh, it's really easy to do it at that point. But then we go into like, quiet work mode for like weeks. Mm -hmm. But so we instituted no time off request during those times, like leading up to a launch and then the launch and then a couple days after the launch. So for some, it's like five days. For some, it's 14 days throughout, just sprinkled throughout the year. But we thought it was fair to give a heads up to our team of when we are going to be doing big promotions because they also want to be here for those things. But if they don't know that it's happening until like a month prior, if they already had something scheduled, then we're, you know, I want you here. And so I want you to have the heads up. Yeah. And we had written in our employee handbook that we had planned to do this quarterly. And well, I imagine there might be some other things that pop up based on our schedule I really think we're covering all the major events and everything else that would come up. You know, if one person is out, I think we would be super flexible. Right, right, right. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So I think it's just identifying those for you, no matter how big or small your team is at the end of the day, communication is like the game changer in getting the results that you want and having fun while you're doing it. And so communicating up front. but speaking of communication, again, all of this is new to us because we have never had a team this size and we've never been this structured in our planning and days off, whatever. And so we're going to be presenting the team with like a one page PDF about important dates, blackout dates, launch dates, time off. That's in addition to what they might be used to and kind of outlining that in just a quick glance printable one sheet so they can like have that handy to keep reference throughout the year. When I previously worked corporate, we'd get some random note from HR like, here's the updated list of holidays for next year. But then they were like annoying. I mean, not that it was super annoying, but like, I get it. A very traditional structure is you're like, okay, we're off Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, New Year's Day, this, you know, whatever. And I get that. And I do respect that. And we absolutely have built into our policies like if anyone follows any religious or non-traditional holidays like we will absolutely work with our staff yeah but that being said i don't know a single person who actually wants to work between the week between christmas and new year's (laughs) no one literally no one so instead of making people ask for time off like why don't we just close exactly and we're doing 
for the first time ever or something I'm really excited about. We've talked a lot over the years about taking like an intentional summer break and time off like in June or July or August. And we are officially doing it this year. It's on the calendar. It's a team-wide office closure for probably two weeks. And that feels a little like big girl decision to be making. I think there's a couple of like, okay, what do we need to do to prepare for that? But also like, it's fine, right? Like we, we can, we get to make the rules. We can do that. Right. And so what communication needs to happen and what does it really look like logistically? So I'm sure we'll share all that with you as we're figuring that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's honestly the one I'm more nervous about. Like the end of year closure, everyone is kind of checked out anyway, mentally, like everyone. And so that's feels less scary to me, even though it's intentional and it's, and it's a long break, but the, the summer one, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. But then just knowing when people tend to travel and when people tend to like take time off before kids go back to school, I'm like, you know, it's, it's slow spot in the year anyway. And so like, Instead of trying to force something, let's lean into it. I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned this year in some of our promotions that were in busier seasons where it was like, ooh, I definitely don't remember feeling in in the time when we were planning something that we had to do it, that if we don't do it, like we're not going to make enough money or whatever. It wasn't from that space, but it was kind of one of those like, well, obviously we're doing it like, duh, like a Black Friday sale. Right. And then we did it and we're like, oh, I didn't really like doing it during this time. And so I think it's just one of those like intentional thoughts about like, what do you think you should do and have to do versus like holding space for your future self of how you're going to feel during that time? Yeah. I mean, if anything, this is just us taking everything. I know Emily and I have infiltrated into our lives, into how we run our business and tried to like gift it to the team. Cause even in having unlimited PTO for, you know, I mean, some of our teams only been with us 90 days, but just an already feeling their vibe. I'm like, unless I tell you to take the day off, like I just, or you, you know, your parents gift you like one of our team members, their parent, she already found out that like she's going to Hamilton in New York and she's so excited about that. You know, unless, unless that's like happening for the most part, our people love their jobs and they love to work. And while we're super flexible, I also think unless we kind of prompt them, like, let's do this, that they're more likely to work more instead of less. Well, and we haven't even touched on the thing that we put on our calendar, but we know nothing about of how it's going to actually look or work. We might be hosting a team retreat, question mark, this year. We did put it on the calendar because I knew if we didn't put it on the calendar, it was one of those things that we would keep saying we want to do and it would just keep getting put off. We're absolutely going to have to plan for it. And one thing I just have to be super mindful of is maybe except one I think only one person on our team is actually extroverted. Who? Jared? Sure. Maybe. That's still debatable. I feel like he might think he is, but he isn't. He's an extroverted introvert. (laughs) So let's just say while our team loves some like camaraderie, I also know it's going to be really exhausting for them. 
it's not going to be a recharge for us for none the of entire us. Team. literally none of the team for none like of us. everyone will love it yep. and enjoy and then it need a day off after. and then be so tired <laughs> yeah and so i want to build that in too like we we booked the whole week because we don't really know okay travel time and then how long is the retreat going to be but also like god i would hate to go right back into work right after that and so i want to buffer that in but like you know abby and i were talking about what do team retreats look like for us, because truly we're a team of introverts and us who would be like kind of deciding how it functions. Like I don't like regular team activities and like weird corporate like trust fall type situations. Like those are just super awkward and like pointless to me. But what I love are like activity experiences. So like Do we get a chef to come in and like teach us how to make a really cool dish? And then we get to eat that dish. (laughs) Anything around food, I'm going to like. But is it like something that we're all doing together and experiencing together instead of like, I don't know, a a weird activity? But so if you're an introverted uh, event planner in Kansas City... Let me know. <laughs> yeah, when we do plan, because the we do have a enough of our team that's here that especially for a first time, right? It I think it just really makes sense for it to be where we are. So I think it'd be less stressful for us, right? And we just need to do it and learn things that we do and don't like about it. And I'd rather learn those mistakes in my hometown instead of hundreds of miles away. Yeah. When I'm like, what do I really need? Do I need a whiteboard and a wall and a, and a printer? Or do I need a swimming pool? Like, I right. really- well, And I think that's the question. This is turning into a retreat podcast. But like, that's the question is, do we want it a working retreat or a relaxing team building retreat? I still don't even know the answer. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. <laughs> but we definitely need to figure that out and plan how we think that's going to look. Maybe it's one day of working and one day of relaxing and then one day off back home (laughs) yeah I don't know I don't know what it means but we'll we'll figure it out together I think what I'm loving about how 2022 is panning out is I feel like we have a super clear revenue goal we have a super clear what steps do we need to take to make that happen like all of the what conversion metrics do we need to hit to get there how like how are we adding in seasons of rest with seasons of like more intentional more intense work how are we energetically working together as a team instead of you know one person being super all in and the other person being checked out cuz we did i feel like not that we figured out everything but i've we've we've already experienced a couple incidences where one of us was out, but the other one was in and like, not that it's not doable, but like, we can't also do a big launch in the middle of something like that. It's just about knowing your preference and knowing that ultimately you get to decide. And I think that, I mean, it kind of makes it more difficult because like you're picking the rules, but then also like, listening to your team on how they respond to those rules and boundaries and how you respond to them. And so I'm reminding ourselves and I'm reminding you that like, we're just testing it and we're going to try it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is all one giant experiment. And the part that's exciting though, 
I mean, all of it's exciting, honestly. I feel like we're trying a lot of new things, but also doing things we predictably know and understand. And the part that I'm probably a mixture of the most intimidated by, but also the most excited about is like knowing the trajectory we're on and the plan that we're on. We're also planning to, while all of this is happening, strategically grow the team. Mm -hmm. And so I've already mapped out with Emily and our HR consultant a bit of like, okay, I think if we're here and we plan to be here by the end of next year, even if like it doesn't happen, because it's not, None of this feels set in stone. We get to intentionally make a choice and then grow into that choice and make another choice and grow into that choice. And if at any point we're like, oh, nope, actually, we're really comfortable here. Okay, great. Right. But instead of feeling pressure around that, I think we've mapped out pretty clearly what it looks like to, you know, add a handful of people every quarter kind of on board together, even if they're in separate roles, but they're, they're kind of like learning together, almost like almost having their own like mini class of people that like, right. They're the class of Q1 and they right. like learn and grow together and then they get settled. And we've found at least so far, it feels like somewhere between 60 and 90 days, people hit a rhythm Yep. And we, because we're in a planning for growth mode, you know, with a contractor, you can pick them. And we mentioned this in a previous podcast, but you can pick that up the moment you need it. And when you're planning for growth with employees, knowing you have to train and onboard and get them in sync with the rest of the team, you have to plan knowing that it takes somewhere between 60 and 90 days to onboard. Yeah. You have to plan to hire about 30 days in advance of that. So we're almost talking like four full months before they hit the ground running. <laughs> and uh, Emily is like, I think November and December pushed Emily a little bit. Cause I was oh like, God. girl, we need to go. We, I got shit to do. And you're like, can this wait until January? And I was like, honestly, I don't really think so based on what you want to accomplish in Q1. <laughs> so we're just rolling with it and figuring it out. It is because of that. It has definitely been a much busier December than we're used to. Yeah. But because of that, we also plan for it to be less next exactly. year. Exactly. Looking at 2022, we are deliberately like ending live promotions like the first day of November. And then it's all internal stuff from there on out. Not that we won't be hiring or planning or organizing or whatever. Yeah, I'm but, sure we will. Yeah. But it won't be this big public push or pressure to push. Right. That feels more fluid and exciting. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited for you guys to go on this journey with us next year. If you're like, or this year, you're probably listening to this already in 2022. If you were like, oh, I need some, I wanted to kind of burn my whole business to the ground and try something else. Or I feel like not confident with the offers that I'm putting out into the world. Or especially if you're a service provider and you've started to go down the one-to-many path because you think that's the only thing that's going to help you reach the financial goals you have. Yeah, we need I to talk have, 
a quick redirection conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can first head over to bossproject.com slash incubator and learn about the amazing program that we've been working with clients with for the last few months, but then definitely head over to Instagram at boss project and start a conversation with us. It's literally us in the DMS chatting with you. And I want to hear if you're kind of feeling a little frazzled about what this year could look like, how can we help? Looking to elevate your brand without the headache, join the co-op, our creative template shop membership with thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.